podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We really enjoyed the post-match show on Sunday. Uh, fantastic to see Liverpool get that victory against Cardiff. It's one of those examples of a show, really, which showcases what we think this stuff's good at. It's that immediate reaction, me talking to Paul Cope. But in there as well, we've got Dan Austin talking to Sean Walsh on their way back from Cardiff. And then more of me and Paul and a bit of chaos with Adam and Ben coming and getting involved as well. And I think everyone just felt fantastic. And we've decided we want to put it out for free. And we'll put it out for free because we want to show you, those of you who, who don't subscribe to the Anfield app, this is the stuff that we do do after... After every game, uh, we try to do it in a way which is different and innovative. Uh, hopefully we manage to do that. Uh, maybe sometimes we don't, but we're proud of the Anfield Rap about what we do and what we put out and about that content. And we would like it if you would uh, like to come and subscribe if you don't already. Uh, it is currently £5 a month and as a few of you may well know, we've got our app coming uh, and that might well change things. But for now, until the end of this season at least, on this fantastic journey these brilliant Liverpool players have given us, uh, we want you to come and be part of it with us. It's the Anfield rap.com forward slash subscribe for that uh, and now we're probably going to hand over to me in that way and with the odd way in which these things tend to work meet me tonight fix your hair up pretty meet me down at Atlantic City I've got Paul Cope with me it is your post-match show I'm going to have Dan Austin and Sean Walsh in the middle of this Liverpool have gone to Cardiff City they've won by two goals to nil and Paul Cope this side is never going to stop it's never stopping me I, like this is the thing I, I'm, I was pretty calm we've been in a, a group there who people are losing their heads everyone knows Jono and Adam and John and Adam were in a bad way. They're in a bad way. They're in a bad way. They're sweating. But when I first saw them, I thought one of the problems they've got is they're sweating more than they should be <laughs> uh, early on. John was soaked in sweat. Soaked. He's warm up. He he warm up? I, I don't know. He's got his head's gone. When we're shouting about the like the opposition, the heads have gone. John's head's gone. Early doors. Um, and I, do you know what? I've been I've been pretty calm about this game all day. They're shite. And I just, even from the when they started, Neil Warnock is a bell end. If anyone watched our preview show, if you haven't, go back and watch it. It's a great new segment. Um, <laughs> he, he is, he is a bell end, and I don't really know what their plan was. So, yeah, I just, I, just, I was just confident we would do what we've done. I, I'm actually disappointed. It's only two. In, the, in hindsight, you're disappointed. It's only two. Or would you have took two at half time? Oh, when me, you take a two 0 win, don't you? When you when you're going on to eighty eight points to go top of the league with a few games left. Fucking points, man! Eighty eight points. Yeah. I can't. Like I keep looking at eighty eight points and going, that's eighty eight points. Yeah. I mean, you do get eighty eight points. Eighty eight points is mad. I'm a big fan of you making us watch the, the league table at the end. I made everyone watch the league table. Yeah. Because yeah. pay right. homage to it. It's pay right. homage to that league it's table. Right. Let's, let's not take this for granted. We're on eighty eight fucking points. And, and I don't care who you are. I've just said to John then, we let's let's reverse. Let's put the boot on the other foot. Everton have Everton have just got battered by Man United, and we need to go to Goodison Park on Wednesday night and win. Yeah, and this shite. We still don't fancy it, do we? You still don't want that as your game in hand to go to your local city rivals and beat them away. They've got to win. They can't have a draw. They've got to win. I look at every time something else happens in this title race, like that fucking header. That, what, what's going on? <laughs> but it's his back. Like, oh my god! If I'm a Man City fan, I'm going. One of my mates, anyone who's listened to this for a long time, knows that I've got a mate who's a Man City fan. And in my WhatsApp group with him, he, as soon as that happened, he says, "Yeah, it's your title." Yeah. This thing—it's in their heads. It keeps happening. It keeps happening. What's your uh, your outlook on? For me, the first half that interesting today in that. They create the chances, and it's one of them that if they hadn't have gone on and won the game after the fact, you'd say, "Oh, that felt like a big miss. That felt like a big miss. That felt like a big miss." For me, this side at the minute, you get the impression they create the chances, and you get to look at each other at half time and say, "Well, we're creating the chances. 
and that's a big, big difference. It doesn't feel like it's all on everyone's shoulders. Even the misses themselves, it's different players at different moments. And to me, that's a relief. It doesn't feel like it's one fella who's got to score the goals to win us this. Look at today's two goal scorers. It's Wijnaldum and Milner. It's not Mane, it's not Salah. And for a while, we've talked about goals from midfield. Well, right now, this is sort of what goals from midfield looks like. This is lads chipping in. Yeah, someone, someone said to me yesterday about, and we keep hearing this, last year's team was more fun to watch and more exciting. And I said to them, this, it's the difference between saying like looking at a wild teenager and looking at a proper grown-up. This is a grown-up football team. And when I see this team missing chances, I don't see them looking at each other going, shit. They, they look at each other going, well, we'll get more chances. We'll score the next one. Don't worry about it. It's fine. And I just see that happening time and time again now. And that's why I'm not, I'm not really worried about them. It's, it's always going to be like this. It seems like to me, they just, at times, through phases of games... They just sort of solved the next problem. The pitch was crap today, and they could see the pitch was crap, and they were struggling with it. But then he started to play the ball in a way that was a bit different. Like, well, I'll give the, I'll give you a bit more to run on to because you know what, you're going to be able to run on to this. It was almost like watching someone at times with a yo-yo and all of that sort of stuff. And I think you see that in that first chance for Firmino. They play the pitch, they play the scenario in front of them. They know the ball will slow down. And yeah, you know, we should do better, but you're still coming away from that going, that's great Liverpool play. Yeah, of course. And this, this is the thing. Klopp mentioned this a week or so ago about letting the players figure things out for themselves on the pitch and we've talked in the past about evolution of football teams and where the ultimate evolution of a football team is for any coach I would say is that they can solve things themselves on the pitch without the coach doing it for that's them the, that's the very essence of education that's it it's the end game that's it you know as a coach when you've got lads who dressing room or on the pitch you don't have to say anything they, they figure out what they need to do it's exactly that. It's funny. I, I was I was thinking all the way through that, that game about all the shit that went on the other week. Oh, it's months ago now when we dared to mention the grass at Man City. And it, it's literally a massive thing in football, what you do with the grass on your pitch, whether you let it grow, whether you don't water it. And it, it, that's a ma- it's a it's a thing, and loads of football fans just won't accept this at all. You could see after a couple of I minutes. I don't accept the weather conditions. Yeah. And you're like, well, it's these are materi- it. geographical material it's conditions. Like to, to ignore it is ludicrous. And the fact that they just hadn't watered the pitch, you could see there was a, there was a spell in the first half where Mata misplaced the pass, and then Trent did the same thing. And everyone goes mad. You're like, it's literally because they're having to kick the ball harder than they need to usually because the grass is dry. So, so to figure all of that out and still come through a game like this when loads of people worried about it it's a, I mean it's a sign of champions it's, a, it's as simple as that and if they don't end up as the official champions it doesn't stop them being that type of side on the, uh, on the initial selection what's fascinating for me is that he plays the same shape doesn't change the shape doesn't pick Fabinho but plays Wijnaldum deepest goes Henderson off the, off the right and that's it's simultaneously a massive vote of confidence for Henderson. I do wonder if it's also a bit of a solution to his Wijnaldum problem, which is that he wants Wijnaldum on the pitch, but there's been times when he's maybe not been quite as effective as he'd like him to be. Second half of the season, certainly since February, and yet there he is today. He plays a significant role, I think, first half on a couple of occasions, and then second half, he literally scores the goal that opens the game up for Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, this is to the side of it. Just on the, on the, the team shape point... It speaks volumes for Henderson, what he's done in the past few games, that, that even in this selection, he doesn't get dropped back into the six. And I, I've said for a long time now, I really like Wijnaldum as a six. I, I, I said it before he ever got played there. I, I don't understand why he was never tried there. He's got everything he needs to be a brilliant player in that position. Henderson's form forces that to, to a certain degree, and Wijnaldum's form and, and legs probably. But again, like 
off the back of this and these are things that keep happening as well Wijnaldum scored in that goal which is an incredible strike by the way and his celebration we said this last week about Henderson's celebration when he scored and you see it with Salah with yep. his goal Wijnaldum's celebration is fuck off this is it. This is what I'm here to do. I want to score goals that win us a league. This, these are the best days of my life. Exactly and this is that. The, the, for me, the human part of, of Liverpool in this running. And by the way, I watched Man City yesterday against Tottenham. And I'll say it about Bernardo Silva. Like, I watch Bernardo Silva and Bernardo Silva's attitudes are, it is, this is the best thing I could possibly be doing in my life. And it's why I respect him massively. Raheem Sterling's the same. So let's be honest. Let's, let's talk their lads up while we took our lads up. But it's like this idea of the level of, of performance they've got to hit for these footballers it just wills them on one more step I I find it remarkably refreshing I find it almost life affirming to be honest with you what you, what you get to see there and you get to see it with Ronaldo. he just goes off almost completely on his own and his attitude is look at what I've just done because this is the this could be the best day of my life this could be it it's a way of Cardiff and it shouldn't be this but it is this I think it's I think it's remarkable to watch on a human level these stories yeah I'm, I'm with you mate we talk about this sort of stuff a lot and I said in the pub I, I love that celebration I love that I'm so fucking happy right now there isn't even a thought of who played the ball to me, who's around me. I'm just in ecstasy, and I'm going to go and fucking celebrate over here and go wild. With these lads, my support. Yeah, and the, all these guys will come and, come and find me now, because I've just scored an incredible goal to keep us on top of the league. And yeah, and look, footballers get a lot of stick, and they've got a lot of stick over the years, and managers have got a lo- load of stick, because they're so, they're so different to all of us, and they're so disjointed from normal life. And these moments when they celebrate like that in games like this shows you that how much it fucking means to them as well. I think it's important to, to sort of pull that in. Second half, as the second half wears on, there is that chance for Morrison that hits him on the back and, my God, I mean, as it comes across the goal, you're just convinced it's in. There's a blocker on the goalkeeper. There's possibly a foul on the goalkeeper, yeah. but it's one of those fouls that's a grey area foul it doesn't get given and you're able to say well if it had gone the other way you'd have been saying no 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 it's never a foul but it's the fact that it then hits the lad on the back and you're just thinking to yourself my god John said in the booze it felt like there was like a force field around our goal yeah. it was mad to watch yeah I, look I, I've been saying this for weeks and I, I've, I've been away watching this stuff by, by myself a lot of the time and keeping in touch with you all and there's something I've been explaining to other people what Liverpool Football Club is all about and there is something about this club and we, the people who support it know and the people who are outside don't like to admit it but there's something weird about this club and something special about it and sometimes it just feels as though the world, the universe wants you to win shit and there's too many of these things happening now if I'm a Man City fan watching this I'm like you can all fuck off like the, I was saying to Jono in the pub the Musa Sissoko one against Spurs watch it back time and time again it's like the good Johnson one in 05 it's ridiculous. You can praise Van Dijk all you want. You can praise Allison all you want for the positions they take. That lad has a shot, a free shot on goal with his left foot from 10 yards out and skies it. If you're a City fan, you're saying this is ridiculous now. And you see that header today. It was one of those in the pub. I love these in footy where it's like an optical illusion. Yeah. You're not sure which way the ball went, but it hasn't gone in the goal. And you've got no idea why. And then you see the still of Warnock with the card, the fans behind them, all with their head in hands, all doing the, what happened then? What happened? And then you watch it back and like, it hit his back. Yeah. How did it hit his back? It's not like Sean Morrison's not good at heading. He's very good at heading. That's what he does. That is, that's his thing, isn't it? Even he's looking at it like... And if you, I think if you said to him what Jono said, there's a force field around the goal, I think everyone would go, yeah, I'll take that. I think that's probably about right. 
I'm going to pass it over right now to Dan Austin and Sean Walsh coming away from Cardiff. I'm going to presume absolutely delighted because why wouldn't they be? Uh, hello and welcome. I presume that Neil has just panned to us, but I am Dan Austin. Sean Walsh is with me, and you join us on the uh, very delayed 1836 service from Cardiff Central to Manchester Piccadilly. It's now 7:25, <laughs> and we've basically just left Cardiff. Um, and, and the driver, the, the, the train fella, whatever he's the conductor, has just come on the tannoy and asked if someone at the front of the train can knock on the driver's door and let him know to get in touch with him at the back. Just which tell him to let us go on a pedal. <laughs> apparently, we're on a train in the Victorian era somehow. Um, but anyway, Sean, we've been to very sunny South Wales. Uh, Liverpool had a difficult match. Didn't play very well for the first half. Then we're brilliant, um, and they're back top of the league again. And isn't it just boss having a great time watching the best footy team that you've ever seen play for Liverpool? It is, yeah, amazing. Like it was, it was very. Like everyone coming into it saying it's going to be this could be the like banana skin of the ones left. And it was going to be dead scrappy and audible and dead Neil Warnocky. And it was sort of was for 45 minutes. And then the second half, they flew went, nah, fuck that. Like, we're just going to be the best team in the world and beat you just like this dead easily. And it's like such a, like, eight, 88 points from 35 games is like almost unprecedented. Like, not from a Premier League team, but uh, not, sorry, not from a Liverpool team, but from any team in the Premier yeah. League. Like, it's you, unbelievable. Liverpool are going to win on Friday night against Huddersfield and get 91 points. With two still with to play. To go. You can count on one hand the amount of teams who've got 90 plus points in the Premier League and we're doing it with two to spare. And only lost one. And lost one. All season long. Yeah. Like, like, for a long time, I was like, the 13 14 team could probably still do a job on it. For a, for, I thought that for probably longer than most. But now, like, they're comfortably like, the best team I've ever seen, ever. What I love watching about them is that, like, we watched City play yesterday, and we've obviously watched City quite a lot recently because, you know, you sort of have to, you get involved in, in, in the, you know, the whole chase of the thing. They're really good at, at scoring goals early in matches. Um, they did it yesterday, it didn't kill the game, but they got one early. And they've the, the played other games, like against Cardiff, for example, where they scored early and it was finished. Liverpool, on the other hand, have sometimes started slow. They did against Chelsea, they didn't get one till after half-time. They've done it in a few other games as well. Uh, Porto the other night, they weren't particularly good, first 45. But because they just get better and have this self-belief about them as the game goes on, you never feel worried. So we're studying that away in there going, this will happen. Liverpool have just got to keep at it. They're making chances, they haven't scored them yet. But I totally, totally believe in this team just to get this done, no matter how... You know, Navy, it might be in another context if it's another side or if it's this Liverpool team in another season. You just totally back them to come away with three points no matter what. Yeah, you said that after and then you're like, are you shitting yourself yet? And I was like, no, like, they'll do it. Like, it'll be absolutely fine. Because they've, they've won every type of game. That, that any, any challenge that someone's thrown at them, they've dealt with it. Like, they've, they've, like they'll have backfired today and they've dealt with it, fine. They've had Bayern Munich away in the Alliance and they've dealt with it, fine. Yeah. They've had Porto home and away, no bother at all. Tottenham and Chelsea are home, Chelsea, dead our yeah. games yeah. and just boxed it off. Whereas City have sort of won the same game every week. I feel it's like regardless of the position, they'll go in, they'll, they'll score early, they'll see it out, they'll win 2 3 0, not break a sweat, and be so in control of the game that they're not being tested as yet. So when they are tested, they're not going to know what to deal with. Liverpool have been tested and have won every single time. And like, as I said, today is another one, and that there's only three more to go, and it's going to get harder than what we've seen today. We'll have to talk about the goals quickly. Uh, my favourite thing about the first one was that when Alexander Arnold crossed the ball in the hole away, I went, ah, because it looked like a rubbish one that wasn't going to beat the first man. And then just as everyone finishes, going, ah, the ball's in the back of the net. Yeah. It was actually really, really clever. Yeah. There's a boss finish as well, and I've just seen a picture of him celebrating, and ah. I feel like I might cry. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
this is the Villa shit at half time said um, we need to stop relying on the front three and the goals from midfield that's yeah. what the team is if anything it's lacking that and to get to get there from both of them today is like again there's not another, it hasn't got this team anymore but it's it's full of characters like that who at some stage in a game if it's not going well will just go you know I'm not having this yeah. I'm going to make this happen through my willpower through my technical quality on the football yeah. and it was him today it was Ronaldo yeah. and I thought Henderson was great later yeah. in the game he was forcing things making them happen obviously Mo Salah wins the penalty and again what's boss is there you know that's a really nervy moment if we for example missed that penalty they've still got yeah. nearly 10 to play and the they're crowd's with them and, and the yeah, loads yeah. of big lads yeah. but you just know as soon as James Milner picks the ball up it's going in the net and there's yeah. not a doubt in your yeah. mind and it's great to have them I've just seen like a bit of like beef on so it's sort of like apparently Shala tried to take it so in the golden booth or watched yeah. in the golden booth obviously and tried to lads, take it fuck off I'm, I'm exactly <laughs> that. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about the golden booth you've got to leave Sile so I'm going to put this in the bottom corner don't worry about it and that's what he did and you know going to be happy it's, I mean, they all came over at the end, and just the the the, the intensity of the celebrations, the, the determination that they've got to make yeah. this happen. And it's not just a league title; they know that they can yeah. be the best Liverpool team ever. They know that they can be one of the best of yeah. football teams, you know, full stop of all time. If yeah. they were to get these two trophies across the line, yeah. and I totally believe in them, and they totally believe in themselves, and that's the most important thing. They know that they've just got to win their three games and they're well better than any of them teams and then you just see what Man City do we play now three times sorry two times before they play this week yeah. so we're going to play Huddersfield before they play uh, Burnley we're going to play Newcastle before they play Leicester we just win our games and go come on then lads yeah. we've been chasing you for a bit now you, now chase, you chase us, us. And they don't need that like after what they've been through that in the week with the, the Champions League going out to that It'll be so hard for Pep to get them back into the title race after that. And if they listen, if they do do it and they win 15 games in a row, whatever to win the league, you have to go well sound. Fair play. play. But the games they've got left, they're going to be. And if we, we keep. They're playing after us and we keep winning. They're going to go right. We're, we're three points behind or six points behind. And we need to keep winning and winning and winning and winning. And can you do that? Yeah, as I said before, they haven't had that test yet. And, you know, let's see what happens. And hopefully they don't, they don't pass it. The away end was great again. Um, especially at full time, as this new we're going to Madrid song and everything. <laughs> and. It's just brilliant to be going to these games and, and sort of recognising people, but you don't really know them and you're just sharing in this, you know, mad journey of Liverpool being great because we've seen so much of Liverpool being really <laughs> not, not great, <laughs> quite frankly. Um, but it's boss, especially, you know, certainly at this point in our lives where, you know, younger people, but there's plenty of people of different ages in there and everyone just revels in the joy of Liverpool being great together. I honestly think that there's, there's no better day to have at this point than going to a Liverpool match. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> I've like spent a life quite been in the season asking like older fans how good this team compared to the 84 team or the 79 team or how good Van Dijk compared to Hansen and stuff like that and one by one they're all slowly going well yeah these are the best these are by far the best and it's you know <laughs> such a real possibility that they win both of them and if they do then it's like Honestly, I don't know what's going to happen. I can't even imagine what that looks like, but it's going to be like just the best. The best they're of all well better than all them old lads, yeah. <laughs> and, and we're having loads of fun. Yeah. And they might just win both these trophies, yeah. and you know what? They might only get one of them, but what a season that would still be anyway. Yeah. They're a superhuman football team at this point, in my opinion. Um, we're at Newport anyway, so <laughs> we're hoping to be back in Manchester Piccadilly before Friday night's game against Huddersfield kicks off. Um, but I'm not certain, to be quite frank. But yeah, thank you for, for having this little sojourn with us. Uh, and back to Neil. You watch us graft, Paul, and thank you very much to Dan and Sean. You watch us graft in a way which is, if I say undignified, it's, it's the wrong expression. The way in which side who've got 88 points with three games to go, you wouldn't expect to see have to see them work like this. That, that for me is the difference between, I don't think it's the difference right now between us and them. 
I think it's the difference between us, them, and them last season. Last season, you watch Manchester City play, and it was like they were playing on a carpet. It was like it was the easiest thing you've seen in your life. Listen, I saw City yesterday against Tottenham, and trust me, they grafted, and they're going to continue to graft. For me, right now, I, for a while, thought that City are sparing us on to get an unbelievable points total. Now I actually think us and City are sparing each other on to get an unbelievable points total. Yeah, you, I, you see this a lot in life, I think, in, in business as well, where... It's, you, you don't get in, you often don't get incredible performances from anything without a real competitor without someone else that you've got to be at your best every single day every minute of every day I was saying to you before about Guardiola you can see him in his post-match interviews and he, he's, he's, he's aggrieved by this he's like and him saying this is the greatest Liverpool side of all time one of the best sides I've ever seen because in his eyes he should have won the league by now it's ridiculous that he hasn't already won this league. They're on 86 points with four games left. We're now on 88 points with three left. And, I mean, it's ludicrous. We, we talked about this on the review last week, and I said to you, this is this is the greatest, I would say, I mean, people can argue against this, and we'll we, you, give us a shout if you think there's a better one. But in my view, it's the greatest ever league challenge between two sides in, in the history of English top play football. I don't know where... Where's this ever happened before where two sides could end up on these points? With this many games left, either side could still win it with with an incredible points tally. And one of them is going to finish second with an incredible points tally. For me, what strikes me is that it is going to be... It is. It really is going to be painful for whoever doesn't quite pull this off. It's... It is going to be painful, but the flip side of it is that we've got to remember the good times, we've got to remember the days like today, we're in the sun, we're in the Baltic tri- quarter, triangle, don't know which one it is. Where the fuck are we, by the way? Do you know the name of this boozer? Because I, I want to say the name of this boozer. It seems really nice, and I feel like I'm being rude. Honestly, I've been away for a while, and I've come back. I've never been here before in my life. It's incredible. It's like I've come back to a different world. <laughs> it's, it's, it's brilliant. You're this absolutely is what, in love with the Baltic, you I'm loving it. Well, I, I said to you, I can't, I've come back for two reasons. To win the league and to win the European Cup. And I get to experience this at a new part of my own city and it's sunning. Like, literally didn't expect it to be this sunny back in Liverpool when I came back from Bali. When Liverpool won the league in 87-88, and I've looked at 88-89, and I've looked at 89-90, when Liverpool won the league in 87-88, they played 40 games, they got 90 points. When Liverpool won the league in um, in 78-79, in they, they played 42 games and they ended the season if you allow for three points for a win, which it wasn't, but if you do the maths, yeah. on 98 points. That's off 42 games. Yeah. This is a Liverpool side that right now, if it wins its three remaining games, gets to 97 points. When Guardiola says they could, this could be the best ever Liverpool side, he's not lying. No. I said this at the start of the season and accounting for all those, I remember doing some some numbers myself and doing like accounting for two points and three points and all that in the different leagues over the years and I remember saying we could we could watch the greatest ever clock could build the greatest ever Liverpool team and not win the league and we all need to be ready for that and I, and I think for the likes of you and me when we, we, we literally have to talk about this stuff so we have to think about it it allows us to prepare ourselves a bit for that a bit differently yeah I agree with that differently yeah. to other people and and I know in a way and something I quite like about this is actually we get to play the role then and one of the things I like about my role in all of this is, is getting to remind people how fucking good it is just remember how good it is no matter what happens I'm big on this anyone who listens to me or watch, reads the articles and you're the same just enjoy this fucking rat it's, it's incredible this it's, there's no other way for it they, like watch even chatting to oh, my family my uncle and my dad who've seen all this stuff before they've seen all the great wins and the great leagues and all that 
this is right up there, if not the best one. So all you can do is enjoy it. And what, like that goal today, in, in the context of everything that happened, what a goal. We went absolutely berserk, absolutely berserk. I was just bouncing up and down over and over again, just loads and loads of jumps. But even the second one, in fact, that's not even quite the case. Fabinho doesn't, basically gets to do nothing from when he comes on. But Milner, when he comes on, I mean, he just changes the game. And I mean, that like in a one nil up, and it's a hugely positive sense. He just changes the game completely. And even there, and this is back to the idea that each of these footballers understands their own role. They all understand the part they played, the part they're going to go on to play. And Milner just comes onto the pitch, and he's he's almost like a, he's not quite the best player on the pitch. That wouldn't be quite right. But he's like a magnetic force. He's like the psychic power of the pitch from the minute he, come, he comes on. Liverpool get the penalty. Well done, Salah. He does brilliantly for it. It is a penalty. And then he just takes it absolutely brilliantly. Yeah. They, I, and again, you could factor all this into what people believe, like, believe about fate and all that stuff. James Milner's not meant to be on the pitch. He's not meant to be. Fabino's meant to be on the pitch and Fabino's not going to do the same thing James Milner does but when James Milner goes right I'm on now I'm my boss it's like when him and Henderson came on the other week and it's like right well, I'm going to influence this game watch this I've got 15 minutes and I'm going to do something and we were saying even at the start of the game if we get a pen who's going to take it when he's not on here but we get a pen and he's on there and everything's okay because James Milner's just going to slot it <laughs> somewhere he hasn't slotted it before which is incredible and yeah, like you, everyone, you, I, I can't wait to see the fallout. I've already seen it in other, it, it's funny seeing the other WhatsApp groups you're in with non Liverpool fans. One of our mates who's turned up who's a United fan saying, no chance it's a pen. I've already got it's some a of their. Fucking I know, but I've already got the salad dives thing. It's, in, it's ridiculous. It's a penalty four times over, as John said before. It's a pen. And when James Miller's on the pitch, that means it's a goal and you can all fuck off. Adam Elias come over to Gag. Adam, you were a state at half time. I would describe you as a state. And now on 90 minutes, how fabulous are you feeling? Absolutely fabulous. I'm not sure it was a state. I, by your own standards, maybe not, but by the standards of a third fair, party. Yeah. To be fair, we, we decided to watch the match in a cave. A dark, dark, cold cave. And I'm wearing shorts and I've forgotten my actual glasses. So I had to wear my sunglasses. Um, so, yeah, I'm all right. And we've just offered to... Uh, if United do the business midweek, we're going to pay our United fans season ticket for the year. <laughs> Pound all pays is what we're saying. <laughs> I mean, so, our United fans over there, and he's just been—he's just watched them at Goodison, and he's just come over to meet us for a pint. And we're not buying a season ticket, are we? We are buying a season ticket if they do the biz, and they will do the biz. They'll do the biz for us. Pound all pays. <laughs> Excellent nice stuff boy. across the board. I love the fact that we've got some shit done. Hello. Uh, but put... this happened with me and you not being there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're all, I, I mean, it's the same pound all piece. It might well be all of us by the time <laughs> this is finished. But just one, one last little couple of bits on this. It's, again, another great performance from the captain. It's another great performance from all the front three. And it was intriguing to me that, you know, watching it on the television, that Neville gives massive man of the match. I think he's right to do so in that there's this really weird thing that happens... Whoever plays, whoever plays centre half next to Virgil Van Dijk is going to spend all of his time being targeted because you've got to pick a centre half, yeah. and no one is going to pick Virgil Van Dijk. Yeah, it's, I actually feel really sorry for them because I said to you early in the game, there's there's no there's no stat for one of the best things that Van Dijk does, which is whenever you attack us and you think you you're in, and it's it's you against him. He just slow. It's like the Matrix. He just slows everything down until we can get back in. There's no stuff for it. There's, it's not even clear what he does. But I was watching it as the game went on. I was thinking, I'm trying to figure it out. And it, all I can see, th- see is 
the player who's one on one with him looks at him and goes, "Well, I don't know what my move is. <laughs> I, I don't know. I already, I know this stuff about no one runs past you, and this is where all of those stats become a self fulfilling prophecy. It's like no one's run past him all year. Well, no one's tried for the past three months because they look at him and go, "Well, I can't." Troy Deeney said that thing about you about you smelling nice and being fast and they're big, and he's right. So I'm just going to stop and I'll wait for other people to catch up. But by then, everyone's back in. So yeah, when. When you see, it was funny. I, I love this about watching the match in the in the pub with your mates, which I haven't done for a while now. But when when Neville gave Matt a man of the match, I was like, I haven't been watching this game. <laughs> I, I haven't been watching this game properly at all. Go on, John. Oh, John. Who got man of the match? Man of the match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he could go. be right, you know. In well, that is, he might be. <laughs> That's on all. What have you said in your sense? I've said he looks like a big giant lizard. There we go. Playing centre half. There we go. That's what I Just like, I reckon Neville said the same thing. <laughs> I'm meant to be here. I couldn't. I couldn't do the pink, cause I. No, you were You asked to be ruled out. You asked to be ruled out. I'm meant to be at home. There's a family party in our house. And you've just right crashed now. yourself up. Yeah, I know. No one listen to this. My family. <laughs> I'm just waiting for a taxi. <laughs> Can't get a taxi. There's no taxis. It's hard uh, to get a taxi up here. This road because the road's closed and that. Yeah. It's hot. It is hot. I and mean, everyone will phone in, so we'll fuck there. Yeah, yeah, because they're, they're all out, aren't they? The Blue Nose Taxi Drivers. off the chops. Um, how happy are you, genuinely? I mean, 88 points, 35 games played, 88 points. It's fucking mad. And by the way, our remaining games are against a load of people we should probably beat. Lad. It's, it's crazy how good this team is. It is, mate, and it? it we, beat, we beat Huddersfield at home. Huddersfield, the worst team in the league. If we manage to beat them at home on... On Friday, we'll have 91 points. 91 points wins in the league. Literally every single time the Premier League's been played. Man United never got more than 91 points in the, in the fucking history of the Premier League. So it's sickening that it's not won already. But this team is doing things that, you know, they, Guardiola said it yesterday, and people are saying, oh, is it mind games? This is the best Liverpool team that's ever. I don't think it's mind games. I think it's just him talking. Well, I don't think he's got the no, I don't think he's got mind he's, games. He, he's, not, he's not doing it. No. But people are saying he's trying to do it. It's trying to, you know, this isn't mind games. This is literally, this is one, this is probably the best Liverpool side we've ever seen. And, and, and it's possible that we won't win that. And that's like, that's, that's just perverse, you know what I mean? It's like, that can't be true. But then, you know, on the flip side of that, you cannot watch that match and you cannot watch Liverpool this season and not think they're going to win the league because how has that lad not fucking scored from three yards when he had a free header and he was waiting for it and he went, yes, get in, it's my goal and it is his back and went out for a goal kick. Like, that can't be feasible. That's not feasible. That's that's in a higher power. Just like just saying, lads, hang on, just stay there a minute for us. A fucking big Zeus hand just fucking grabs him and said, lads, you're not scoring here, you big fucking horrible cunt. <laughs> Go for that. And, like, that doesn't make any sense unless Liverpool win the league. Do you know what I mean? Neither does Divock's goal. It doesn't make any sense unless Liverpool win the league. The Tottenham one doesn't make any sense unless Liverpool win the league. Liverpool got to win the league. They fucking got it. Because none of it makes any sense if we don't. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that's fucking sounds ridiculous. No, it doesn't sound ridiculous at all. What I mean, what I. What I think about it all is the way in which you you make your look count is by always staying alive until the last possible moment. Yeah. And this Liverpool side's brilliant to staying yeah, alive no, until the last possible it's, moment. It's it's hard to say, like, you know it's hard to take anything away from this Liverpool team. But but you but you and they are unbelievable at staying in the game. But you cannot you cannot have watched this season. Imagine the, I mean imagine being an Evertonian 
watching that game again thinking oh, oh, are you messing another one fucking free header from a yard and it's somehow it's his back and goes out for a goal kick like a force field stink like a shutter like a roller shutter just gone down on our goal it's like you can't sometimes things just happen because they happen and and you know, there's a, there's a, it's not a higher power, but it's just a bit of a lean but, towards. But do you think it's the best side you've ever seen? Yes. Do you think it's, it's the best side be... you've ever seen? Yeah. Undoubtedly, best it's side, got it. Best side I've ever seen, mate. It's got, we're, it's we're got everything. It's got we're, everything. We're what? We're, we're just shy of 40. In my time, going again, what? I seen, an, I seen a 90 side, an 88 side, but I was eight. Yeah, I, I don't, don't even remember that side, yeah. And then since then, I've seen probably three the 87, good sides. 88 sides only gets 90 points. Now, to be fair to it, it's basically on it's the done. air. It's done from by about March. Yeah, it and probably get it under if it needs against to. Wimbledon for the double. Yeah, it probably needs. It probably gets it under if it needs to. But you know, I think it's the best. I think it's the best side. We, I think it's the best side of our lifetime. The best side. It's the best side we've seen with with a compromisement mindset. Yeah. that you can judge. Yeah. this shit. Do you know what I mean? It's got yeah, to that's, be. That's, the context I put in is that is the. I don't really count them before I was ten because yeah. I don't remember it properly. I'm talking about all the stuff we've You're seen. Kind of crazy. No, exactly. All the stuff we've seen as as grown ups, effectively, and it. I mean, it, it's now got more points than Benitez in uh, in 0809. It's already got it's got four more points than Rogers 13 14. That's not to criticise or saying about either manager. It's just to say that now it's got more points than those sides. Yeah, and it, look, a few a few of us have had this conversation. It's been on different shows about it's a side that's got everything. It's like a combination of Rafa's side and Rogers' side. And knows when to do it each bit. I, I've never seen that before in a Liverpool team. It's a, it's incredible. Yeah, it takes something when it takes something when you've got Man United players, Ferdinand after Liverpool be Porto. We said to him, he was going to win the European Cup. Ferdinand says, I fancy, I, fa- I fancy Liverpool. They're the best. This was before Liverpool played Porto, so it was before Man City had gone out. He said an English side's going to win it. Lineker pushed them. Which English side? He said Liverpool. Well, this is the thing that I, I keep coming back to. It's mad how there's a, there's a good chance this season, I mean, and I hope this doesn't happen, I hope we win both, but there's a good chance we win the European Cup as a consolation. <laughs> it's, it's fucking insane, that. It's insane that we like we lose the league by a point and then just go and win the European Cup as if that's just something you do. It's like, like the league It's up. like, yeah, well, at least we won something. Like, yeah. you won the best trophy you could win. <laughs> like, all the most salad and all them, like, I'm made up with this, lads. <laughs> Biggest <laughs> day of my life. Yeah. It's all I've ever dreamed of. I know of. you wanted the Premier League. Know, and all that. <laughs> we win that next year. Yeah, we're fine with that. <laughs> this is, and this is the other thing, and this is where everyone else is losing their minds about it. Even if we don't win the league this season, which I still think we will, by the way, I still think we're going to win both. Even if we don't, we're not going anywhere. This this is mad. We're gonna we we probably or should hopefully get ninety seven points, and we can all put a list of ways this team gets better. That's insane, isn't it? I think that it is. The, the uh, everyone's, is. Everyone's around. Adam, come back in. The come difference on. is this side looks like it can get over eighty six points for the next five years. Yeah. Now, if you, whether we're in the league this year or next year or whatever, if you get over eighty six points for the next five years, at one point you're going to win the fucking league. Yeah. Whereas every other side we've ever watched looks like we might get eighty six points. And then we, and then that's us done. We're spent. We, you know, someone needs to put us down. We're a fucking, we're a, we're an owl dog. Who's yeah. just fucking, you know, runners race, whatever. We, we, we look like we're built to fucking to go. And you know, Friday night, fucking well, you know, hell. That that's that ground's gonna be bouncing. If if United get something there, mate. Uh, Let's see. Mom today. Uh, Paul first. 
but the matter things completely like screwed screwed my mind. I like before even before that came up, I was like I would I don't know who I'd give it to. Then Neville gives it to Matip and I'm like, I haven't I've watched I haven't watched this game at all. I don't know what the fuck's going on. So I just by default give it to Henderson now every game yeah, to wind up everybody. Yeah. And it probably was. Uh Adam. Yeah, I give it to Henderson as well. I was nearly gonna give it to Wayne Alden because I literally didn't see him on the telly before he scored. <laughs> That's quite the feat. Well I'll give it to Henderson. I think I think Milner does. Milner Milner's not even meant to be playing. This is another. This is another fucking diddle. Fabinho comes on, puts one lad, goes off, fucked. Milner comes on. I thought he was minded them up. By the way, I thought he was. I know we thought he was wasting time. Milner comes on, not meant to be fucking on, and then is is puts a sterling effort in and slots a pen. I'm giving it to Milner. Giving it to Milner. Are you giving it to? I am absolutely going to give it to Mo Salah. And then I think he's like he's just the best footballer on the pitch, and yeah. I think he's fucking unplayable. And I think we can do all the nice stuff, and we can act like there's other footballers who were involved. Yeah. But I'll always tell you, the lads who look like they can kick the ball in the goal—they're the best ones. Yes. Uh, I like it, and they're the ones for me today. Listen, thank you very much, Dan, Sean, Adam, Ben, Paul. It has been your post-match show. It's all go for fuck's sake. Liverpool are going to win the double. Sports Social Podcast Network.